This episode of the Divine Melanation is brought to you by the Bridge Builder Cinematic Arts Program and the 10K Digital Business Card. Enjoy. Peace. Thank y'all for coming to this episode of the Divine Melanation. Today, I have a special guest with me, y'all. This is like my brother, like my spiritual brother, like... He just warms my heart when he comes around me. I love it. This is Sensei Nine. What's up, dog? Hey, what's up, what's up, I love you. Love Every love time I see you, you make my heart smile. Um, y'all, let me give y'all a little bit of insight on how I met Sensei. Again, y'all know I be telling y'all about Clubhouse. So I met him on Clubhouse, and he is so intentional with his words his words are like currency and it wouldn't be right if i just didn't have him on the podcast kind of like giving me that essence to give to y'all like i gotta give y'all that gift so today we're gonna talk about the um the mercury retrograde he's an astrology guru numerology guru esoteric guru all that other special shit you know, the, he got it. And he's self-taught. I really revere this man, y'all. He is just beautiful. Um, his beautiful wife is here. I love her too, Shayla. I want to shout her out for allowing him to come and sharing him with us. You know, we got to thank the, the goddess, you know, for sharing that with us. So, um, Sensei, let's just get right up into it. Because a lot of people talk about the retrograde. But they're like, oh, the retrograde is a bad thing. The retrograde. It's like the retrograde. It's retrograde. People tripping. It's the retrograde. <laughs> so I, I want you to let the people know in a DM exactly what the retrograde is. All right. Peace and love, beautiful souls on the live. What's up? Um, peace and love to the beautiful souls on the podcast that will be listening in the future and are listening now. Um, man, when you talk about Mercury, first of all, it's a lot of myths out there about Mercury, period, right? right. Um, about what is Mercury. A lot of people don't even understand what Mercury is. Um, when you're talking about Mercury, um, I'll just give a little mythos on Mercury, um, and that's mythology, all right? So when you talk about Mercury, you're talking about Hermes, um, which, they, which, they, which they consider uh, Quicksilver, all right? Which is also considered uh, Tahuti or Thoth in Greek mythology, but Tahuti deals with the aspect of where it comes from, um, and that's dealing with comedic mythology. Um, and that's dealing with, comedic didn't deal with mythology, they deal with natural roots. So um, when you deal with Tahuti, all those deviations of Mercury come from that. So when you're talking about the messenger, Mercury represents the messenger planet, all right? The reason why it represents the Mercury planet and the, rep um, the messenger planet is because of the rotation that it does, right. all right? So you're dealing with an 88-day cycle, uh, 66 days in certain signs. Uh, Mercury is the fasting, moving planet. So Mercury actually takes messages from the sun and the moon and delivers them over the Earth under Venus. Okay. So when you deal with Mercury, you're dealing with the essence of thought. Now when you deal with Mercury in the body, they also call Mercury the energy of he who rises. So you're dealing with an aspect of uh, how our thoughts rise and how we ignite and put action to the thought. Because everything that we see come from a thought. So right. Everything that we looking at is Mercury energy. The couch we're sitting on is Mercury. The microphone right. you sit talking in is Mercury. Right. The communication is Mercury. So Mercury rules communication. It rules how everything comes into manifestation from a thought. 
Right. So people could equate it to just communication, but everything comes from a thought. Right. So that's why they call it thought, right? Right. So it's out of Greek stove type shit. But the word tahuti means to wait. All right, tahu. All right. So it means to weigh. So it's talking about how the brain has to weigh out both sides from a left and a right brain perspective. Okay. So when you begin to see things from a clear perspective, that means you have a good introspective. So when Mercury retrograde happens, right, Mercury deals with a displacement of waters. If you were to take the element of Mercury and you were to take a pool of Mercury and a pool of water, right? Okay. And I take a, an anvil. You know, like the anvil you see on the cartoons? Yeah, okay. You know, you drop it on the coyote and shit, right? Right, right, right. So, man, you take one of those anvils and you drop it inside of a pool of water, right? It's going to drop down to the bottom. Right. If you drop it on a pool of mercury, it's going to float. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because mercury is one of the most powerful elements because it holds density, all right? We are dense. We are 72% water. Water, right. So our emotions are energy in motion. So your waters equate to your emotions. So when you talk about dark waters or um, toxic waters, when people say toxic, you're basically talking about something that's toxic or your blood or your waters because your blood is going to come from your waters. Right, 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 right. right. So if it goes to your brain and your thoughts become toxic, what you put in your gut becomes you, right? So <laughs> it's, it's all because your gut is your brain, you know what I'm saying? So all of it equating to the way you think. Right. So when Mercury retrograde comes around, if you're in a place to where you are individualizing everything, to where you're in a victim mentality, right? But let's just say you are being an actor. Now, we're going to equate it to just right now because Mercury is in all the earth signs this year. Is it? Next year it'll be in the earth signs. Okay. All right? So by Mercury being all the earth signs, it's only going to go on the retrograde off of all of the earth signs, right? So we just came out of, right now it's going to be in retrograde in Gemini. It's coming right. out of the shadow phase, right? Mm -hmm. So, and it came into a shadow moon dealing with the eclipse and dealing with the energy right. of Scorpio, right? So during that full moon, what you was dealing with with the energy of Scorpio is still dealing with the waters, dealing with the sexual organs, mm. all right? And that's tied to the sacral chakra and also the root chakra, all right? So it's the way you feel at home in your body. So if you're in fear, if you're in doubt, insecurities, if you want fasting, because your body wants to go on a certain clock, so based off the seasons, now, this is why they have us doing certain things, eating certain foods, certain rituals during the year, because all of it fucks with your thoughts, right? Because your true. emotions, you know, if you plugged into the matrix, per se, and everything you watch on TV is fucking with you. Right. Every little goddamn thing they do, oh, they fucking with us, oh, black people, they doing this, they doing Social that, Social right? media. All that. Social media, <laughs> the whole nine, right? Right. So it's like the, the word media is a god within itself. You can look that up. That's a Greek god. Is word. it? If you ever watched the movie um, or the show uh, American Gods. I, I tried. Yeah. I tried. They had a character on their name, Media. Okay. I gotta go back. I got yeah. to go back and get it. Now that I met you, I see now things like you know how you walk, see things come into your life and you can't really like you see it, but you don't understand it or understand it. Mm -hmm. I said that I was gonna watch American Gods. And I'm, I'm gonna tell you another thing about American Gods, right? You remember the character on that name was Wednesday? I remember Wednesday. Wednesday is another name, and they called him Odin too, right? Mm -hmm. That's Norse mythology for Mercury. Wow. <laughs> So they was, putting all this out here for <laughs> yeah, us, but we yeah. never take advantage of the knowledge because we looking at it from, a, I guess, a superficial surface level. Yeah, it's hidden in plain sight. They got to give it to you. Because our whole days of the week are based off of Norse mythology. 
Monday is the moon, Tuesday is Mars, Wednesday is Mercury, Thursday deals with Jupiter, Friday deals with Venus, Saturday deals with Saturn, Sunday deals with the sun. All right? So it's all bringing us into cycles. So when you deal with the energy of Mercury, that's why they had them on the, on the show night Wednesday. Because when you deal with Mercury, it sits in between all of the days. Hmm. All right? If you look at the alchemical symbol for Mercury, it looks different than all the other symbols. Okay. The symbol for Venus and all these other things, they're interchangeable. If you flip Venus, you get male and female, like all these things, you can look like, equate them to certain signs. Mercury is only true to his energy. Right. That's it. So when you deal with even the show, right? Even though now he was controlled, like Shadow Moon was his son. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So he was telling him, every time it was only influencing him, Shadow Moon had to make his own decisions. So Mercury can be an influence on you, but you have to make your own decisions. decisions right. So Mercury calls you to go in within and have an internal like um, moment with your goddamn self, forever long as in retrograde, to see if you're willing to make that internal um, journey to see who what's that conflict. Like, how long have you been saying yes with your lips and no, no with, with your, your motherfucking heart? Right. right. How many times in your life or what's going on in your life that you really need to be thinking about and focus on more so than a superficial shit, your lacks or your needs or your desires. Right. All of that shit becomes irrelevant. That's why a lot of communication gets shut off, right? People feel like they being tested. X is coming around and shit. Now there's a part of you that might still want your ex. You, you know what I'm saying? So you got to check that part. Right. You might be still laying up at night every now and then thinking about this motherfucker. And you, and you don't want to tell nobody, nobody who is. You know what, what I'm saying? What your thoughts are. But Mercury knows. You can't, you ain't running from that. Mercury knows, goddammit. Okay, okay. So when you bring it into Gemini, Gemini deals with communication. We'll just go back to Scorpio. Now, when you deal with Scorpio, it deals with sex, it deals with your relationships, it deals with how you connect with people on an intimate level. Mm -hmm. Because people think that uh, love is something that happens uh, in the brain or something like that. Love happens in your gut. Right. right? You feel it. You feel it, right? So when you talk about the essence of love, it's connected to a sexual organ. So right. when you talk about your sexuality, that's how you can do some shit and not even be mentally involved in it. You can have sex with somebody and not even be mentally in the shit. You just, you there, but you're not present. Right. You get what I'm saying? Because uh, your nature is rising. So Scorpio forces you to control your nature. I don't give a damn who you is. If you got a Scorpio moon, Scorpio sun, Scorpio rising, whatever the case may be, your, your chart is going to have Scorpio in it. And plus, we all share Scorpio energy. Yeah, no matter no matter what, it don't matter who we gonna is. get into that next, y'all. Like, y'all, when I tell you this is some deep shit, <laughs> like when I went to my first class with Sensei, I'm thinking right that I'm a Virgo. What's up, Virgo whistle? Like Beyonce, you know? I'm thinking I'm a Virgo child, and then the way he, the way we we got it broken down is like you're every sign. So you can't just say, oh, you a Gemini, that's how Geminis act. No, that's how Geminis act in that frequency or in that that period that you in. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that can, you can look at your chart, because um, we all share these energies, because Gemini is ruled by Mercury anyway. So Mercury is at home in Gemini. You hmm. get what I'm saying? So this is, this is why this retrograde is so... It's all about communication. But it's, for me, it's been so... Not a bad thing, though. No, because Gemini, like Gemini, if you think about Gemini, I'm a Gemini, right? My birthday is June 6th. This year, my birthday going to be 666, Ooh. right? It's going to be in alignment with the universal energy type shit. Okay. So when you think about a Gemini, Geminis don't dwell on shit too long. 
So when you're thinking about the energy, it's dealing with a deep introspective. Because Gemini, the polarity or the higher aspect of Gemini, deals with Sagittarius. Because Gemini is about accumulating the knowledge. Sagittarius is about teaching Teaching the knowledge. You get what I'm saying? So that's why they have a marriage together. So I got a Sag rising. You get what I'm saying? So that rising, it marries well with my sun sign. So when you're talking about the chart, it's just traits. Because we all got to play right. the motherfuckers out. Right. So we got to play all of them out. They don't belong to us. Like, so, Gemini don't belong to, to me. Because you, you, you play out Sagittarius, Virgo, uh, Aquarius. You play out That's all it. of them yeah. in any time when the cycle is right. We're going to talk about that, too. So tell me, well, tell the people, what, why is the Mercury retrograde has such a bad stigma amongst people like why does it why is it such a bad stigma amongst black people well not, i don't want to say black people y'all because y'all know i'm pro-black but you know that's what i'm talking to yeah, we'll but, say amongst the culture yeah the culture the cult yeah. <laughs> okay you see yeah, the words the yeah, words, the words right? mean something yeah. i told y'all his words they they wait they heavy yeah, because when you're dealing with the word culture right you got cult at the root of it mm-hmm. Now, when you're dealing with astrology period, now what makes it so relevant in our life, no matter how aware you are of it, it's still gonna play out. Now that's why when you give somebody a chart reading or when I give somebody a chart reading or a numerology reading, whatever the case may be, these are only traits. So they are yours, but they're not you. You get what I'm saying? So you have to play them out. Now, the way they got us locked into a mental construct, right? And we call it patriarchy, right? So basically saying that they have us doing more than we're being. So our spirits are not truly at home in our body, right? Doing more than than we're being, that makes sense. That's the pursuit of happiness, that's the American dream. Because now you're living through accomplishments and achievements. So now people's, basically people's concept of life and success don't match up. Because it's, it's the trick, right? So you ask how are they able to, how do people view these energies? Because you're not aware of what it actually means. And now you deal with how somebody has you in a construct of their way of thinking, their way of feeling, their way of doing, so it equates to your way of being, right? It's all like a fucking domino effect. Right. So if they control the way you think, right? If they control the head, they control the body, right? You seen that movie, Don't Look Up? No, I haven't seen it. Right, it's, well, it's basically, even the title of it tells you a lot. Because a lot of people don't look up. And they don't understand what's going on in the stars. That's basically what they're saying. Right. Because it tells you even in the scripture that God put the signs in the stars and shit, right? Yeah. So it's telling you all the shit is dark. But if you don't understand the signs, now that's for a reason. Because when you deal with tropical astrology, it's been moved, it's been manipulated. So they got us in love with only our sun signs. Right. Now your sun sign deals with like your ego, it deals with your identity. Right. I remember you saying that it deals with your ego, your identity, what you identify as. Yes. And your... Your moon sign. Your moon sign is your nature. Okay. So that's more so. so that's more like that's more natural. true to you. Yeah. Yes. Your moon. Now you're dealing with the difference between tropical and sidereal or vertical astrology. Okay. Because when you deal with tropical astrology, that's why they use it in the western part of the world. Because now it moved the sun, right? Because now you're dealing with one aspect sidereal deals with the moon moving, with the sun moving once every seventy-two years through a sign. All right. When you deal with tropical astrology, it deals with the sun moving one degree every day. Now, both are true at the same damn time, all right? Okay. This is the fucking contradiction, right? 
Both are true at the same time. The sun is making a progression through a sign every 72 years. And it's also, now the sun is making a progression every 72 years. Um, and it's also, uh, let me save this right quick. But it's also linked to every day you see the sun moving one degree. Now this is basically saying if you was to go outside every day at sunrise, right? Mm -hmm. And you was to take a telescope and you was to look at where the sun is rising and what astrological, what zodiac uh, constellation is rising in, right. you will see where the sun is at. By the time the sun sets, it's going to be in a different aspect of the zodiac, right? Right. And it's only talking about how the sun also moves through the hours of the day. Every day is a planetary hour. And that's why with our natal chart, it's important to know the time of birth. Of, of birth. Because now that can determine the natal aspect of when you were born, where the, where the chart come into play and all that good shit, right? So when you're dealing with how we view these planets or even Mercury in a fucked up way, it's because of the way they've been giving it to us. Horoscope. Horror. Scare you. Yeah. And that's why you <laughs> get a lot. The words are crazy. How they now, use the words for yeah. us to play on us to play on our, our thoughts, to play on our dreams, to play on just our being, right? Yes. It's crazy. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. They playing with us still. That's something that's natural. Yes, it is. Because when you deal with that, right, what you're dealing with is how now they have us locked in a construct of just trying to achieve something, accomplish something. So now they move you from you actually being the whole aspect of the wheel to have you locked in one construct of what it means to be you. Right. So then they ask you what you want to be when you grow up and all this other shit, right? <laughs> then they give you religion. Now you start projecting. You start comparing your whole life. Right. It's fucking with your mental. All this mercury energy, mm. like straight up. Even everything is contractual. Venus deals with contracts. The moment your mama signed you over on birth, that's a contract. That's Venus. Okay. You get what I'm saying? So they play on these energies out top. So when you're dealing with how they make this shit, they play on it. It's a construct that where they use to where when you get a reading or something and you coming from religion, you like, oh, I don't know about that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, uh-uh, no, uh, -uh, -uh. Yeah, I don't they believe in that. That's witchcraft. Uh -uh. That's witchcraft. That's this and that. That's blasphemy. God got me. God know my heart. <laughs> I don't need to know all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because you've been, you've you've been, been manipulated. Yeah, you've yeah. been programmed from birth. Because they took you away from the real science of who you are. Right. That's the science of you. Because imagine if your mama knew your sign before you was born. Imagine if your mama knew your moon sign. And if, imagine if your mama was aware that her pregnancy was going to affect your emotional well-being in life. But that's how it used to be done, though. That's what I'm saying. Now you're talking about, see how they removed us from one construct into the other, and now that's how people... Like, we used to know the cycles of the moon, yeah. the cycles of the sun, the solstice. Yes. We used to know when, where the moon was, what it looked like when it was, you know, lunar and... All those different things, and now those are things that are just like foreign to us. Like we don't know those things. Like we don't even plant nothing. No, nah, we don't. Cause, Cause you got to plant. You got to know that. We removed from nature. Now you, cause now we dealing with the sun and the moon. Cause if you remove from your true nature, the now the net to the root. Because when you deal with your moon sign, it's like now you're not even the woman doesn't trust her nature. God damn. Women don't trust their intuition. That's crazy. Cause women are the moon. Because if it wasn't for the menstrual cycles of the woman and the cycles of the moon, we wouldn't know life on this planet. You're right. It wouldn't even happen. So that's why the woman swells up like the full moon when she gets pregnant. 
Now, when you talking about the calendar days, the a woman was the first one that figured that out from the Ma tribe, all right? So you're dealing with an ancient part of Ethiopia or Africa or whatever the case may be. And she was counting the days based off of her cycle. And she was using a bone of a, um, of a baboon to do it, right? So she was marking this on the bone every okay. time her cycle came, right? Every time it didn't come and every 28 days she started to notice it. And they got, they got pictures, they got actual, like the, the artifacts of this off inside of the museums in, uh, in what we know as Egypt or Cairo. But did you know that a lot of women, I know you know, but y'all, did y'all know that a lot of women don't even understand that our menstrual cycle is a 28-day cycle? It's not 30 days. It's not. That's the same way. Now we're getting back to that astrology. Just like a month is not 30 days. Now, if you think about a month, it comes from month. Right. Month, M-O-O-N-T-H, month, month, right? So they removed that. Because now you're dealing with how they manipulated us and they got us thinking that it's actually 13 full moons in a year, but it's only 12. 13 full moons only happen every three years. So now you're dealing with how they moved the construct from the, like, from the Julian calendar to the Gregorian calendar type shit. They added, they, they like skipped like 11 years. And it was like 11 days. They did it over time. But it's been like 11 days and 11 years, the number 11 11. You can right. do some research on it. You can go back and look up when the Gregorian calendar was initiated, and you can look up a day in time. I think it was 1847 or some shit, to where they changed the calendar and it skipped 11 days. In one day, the calendar jumped 11 days. In one day in history. You can just Google the day the calendar jumped 11 days. And you'll be surprised will come up. So that's why people say that time is an illusion. They created it that way. They created time when time is natural. Because they sped it up. And that's why in Ethiopia right now, right, it is 2014, 2015. So when you're dealing with how they have us living in a mental construct, you're dealing with the energy of Mercury. They controlled <laughs> our right. thoughts. They sped us up. Mercury, I told you, is quicksilver. Mercury moves fast. Right. So they got us moving fast with our thoughts. That's why we feel like we so ahead, but other countries are way ahead of us. You get what I'm saying? So when you're dealing with intelligence, the way we think, that's why Americans, they feel like we so dumb. Because all we think about is material shit. Right. That's, how, that's how they have us living our life, you know what I mean? Right. So it's like they have us living in survival. That's like one of our lower aspects of our nature. So when Mercury comes in, and you talking about people who don't want to be accountable, and they know this energy represents the energy of thought and Mercury retrograde come into play. They know it's going to make you be a count. They're going to be like, don't do no contracts. Don't do this. Don't do that. Yeah. Mercury happens six months. Mercury retrograde happens six months out of every year. If your ass scared of Mercury retrograde, you might well be, be prepared to stand high six months out of every goddamn year. You tiptoe around like, you just <laughs> tiptoeing around like, but it's really, for me, I've learned that, I've learned to embrace the retrograde. Mm -hmm. Because with the retrograde, that's when I get the most introspection because I'm intentional with it. Right. I'm not scared of it anymore. I'm looking at it as I'm being introspect. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at things in an introspective way where I'm using that energy to be um, where it can serve me in those areas that I needed to serve me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know everything like, you know, everything. But I know the feeling when I lean into it instead of running away from it. 
I get more accomplished. I'm more comfortable with myself. Mm-hmm. I kind of like actually look forward to the retrograde, to be honest. I love it. I love it. I do. I look forward to the retrograde because it lets you, it, it's like a self-check. I can check myself. I can check my thoughts. I can check my progress. I can check those things that I need to figure out and, and kind of retweak and go back to the lab and, you know, rethink and the books I need to go reread. All that good shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because that's where Mercury, because when you're dealing with Mercury, and when you're dealing with the marriage of these energies, right, and how they already have us locked in a certain construct any motherfucking way, right? Right. So when you deal with that construct is how it's time, right? Because this is why people, time is illusion, but time is all you got. So people are not aware of the time that they literally have in this life. Right. So people don't take life serious enough. And then people take life too motherfucking serious. Right. So it's about That's being true. in a harmonious flow. That's why people talk about balance. Because life and death is happening inside of your ass at the same goddamn time. Right. So when you talk about Mercury retrograde, and when you talk about the fears that you deal with, all that shit gonna rise. Remember I said it's the energy of he who rises. Even when you deal with the caduceus, right? What's the, the caduceus? The caduceus is what the hospital uses. That okay. symbol that the hospital have? The love. Yes, that's the serpent going up. Right. You see the serpent going up the spine. That's the spine. Your spine is what they call the, the jed pillar in comedic knowledge. Right. Your spine is con- considered the tree. Because that's right? where all your um, chakras are, All right? of your, your electrical, all of that good shit. Because you're dealing with all of your electrical impulses that are like synapses and your, your spine is like wires. Right? right. So all of your connections, because all these thoughts have to come from, sir. That's why it's electricity. Right? It's the energy of he who rises because thoughts are electric. You get what I'm saying? So it's like when you hear when you have that and that posture and when you meditating and when you have your back erect and your shoulders dropped and your body is ready to receive because the body is receptive, it's an antenna. Okay. Yeah. So that's how they're able to manipulate our fucking thoughts and control us with the dynamic because now if they control the stars, right? They're controlling what you think, they're controlling what you feel. They controlling the whole astrological aspect or the celestial bodies that operate in you. They can't control the stars. They can control what they tap into you with. Yes, because now your body is a portal. Damn. Your eyes are gates. Your ears are gates. Your mouth is a portal. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You cannot unsee what you see. You cannot unhear what you hear. You sure can't. You cannot do any of that. And it's so, like, at first it was overwhelming to me. Because I think, um, I would kind of like, when I got into, I'm just going to say how I fucking feel, fuck it. When I dropped Christianity, right, I dropped it, and I was like, now what do I feel it with? Because that was one, because it's not that I dropped it like it was something bad. It just wasn't serving me efficiently. Right. It was something missing. Yeah. And so... It wasn't that I dropped it or saying that it was wrong or nothing like that. It was just like, it's got to be something else to this. Mm -hmm. It has to be something else. And then it was, I thought about all the things that I would go through in my life. And it wasn't, look, the Christian people, Christians, don't trip. Uh, It wasn't that I was, I didn't want it. I knew that I did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And some, to some people that sound cocky. Right. But I know that I pulled a lot of power and a, a lot of strength from myself, mm-hmm. from my ancestors, and from what I already internally knew 
was right and wrong. Right. I navigated myself. And I think a lot of time, especially in the culture, mm -hmm. we go to Christianity to guide us right. and to tell us what we should do and shouldn't do, but it's already innately in us. Ooh. We already feel it. So I'm going to ask you this. As a divine feminine energy, right, and learning what you've learned so far, right, especially about yourself, and knowing what you know now, especially based on what you just said about religion, right? Do you do you feel like religion robbed you of your innate feminine energy, of your innate feminine intuition? Like, do you feel like religion took you away, took something away from you? I don't think it took, but it didn't give what it was supposed to give. Mm. It didn't give. It didn't make you aware. It didn't. It what? It didn't give me the full picture. Right. It wasn't given what it was supposed to give. Mm. It was supposed to be given so much more, but I think we're indoctrinated out of birth. You know, we I come from the Baptist church, so we drill with the Bible books. How fast can you pull the scripture? To, you know, the, the deacon or the, the yeah. pastor tell you a scripture, and you rushing to see if you can get it first. Vacation like, Bible school, school all that shit. So that's what it was concentrated. Like, how fast can you read the scripture? How many can you um, memorize? You know what I'm saying? Do you know them in order? How fast can you say them? You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't intentional. Right. It was what we were taught to do. Right. It wasn't something that was naturally, I didn't feel that it was naturally something that I was supposed to do. Not to take away from it, but not that saying that it wasn't giving me. Mm. It wasn't a tool. It was a tool that I needed to use, but it was so many other tools that I need and I still need. That you just now picking up. At 38. Right. So... That's a trip because <laughs> I, I, when you think about that, right, and what um, what that means, even the word education, you know the etymology of the word education? No, tell It me. means to induce. It means to draw from within. Education is drawing. You just described it. It is taking away your innate intelligence and drawing from within that. Right. So it puts you in a mental discrepancy. Right. Even, even the way they indoctrinate us, and now you gotta, you, you have to conform to everybody. You a different person for mama, different person for daddy, yeah, different that, person at and school. When you, and when you say that you don't, and they call it code switch. Yes. So when you say to the culture mm -hmm. that you don't code switch for your mama, you don't code switch for your granny. Right. You don't code switch for your brothers, your aunties, or your children. Mm -hmm. People get so fucking offended. They do. Like, oh, you talk about that in front of your daughter? Yeah, <laughs> I do. Cause she gonna, eventually she gonna really, she gonna have to figure that out. She's gonna get, that's gonna be an experience of her. Nah, yeah. So if I don't, if I'm not experiencing it, I'm not the change that I want her to be. That's robbing her. And now you realizing that's what was done to you. Because yeah. now we dealing with generational cycles and shit. Because it's the unawareness. <clears throat> now, that's why I'm writing a book right now. I'm going to publish it, and it's about the womb and the mother. Okay. Because we're dealing with the nature again. Because I always tell women, because even when we go back to these planetary engines, how far we move we are from nature, right? Even when women did with fibroids and fibromyalgia and thyroids and all this different shit, right? Lupus, all these different things. Yeah. All these things deal with emotional, right, things that equate to mineral yeah. deficiencies, that's gonna to equate to a physical, physical. dis-ease. Right. It all happens in layers, because once you get emotional, you start to eat that way. Now when you equate to how they have us dealing with biochemical warfare, they got chemicals in the foods, they got over 69 for sugar, 
They got over 70 names for MSG, which we know is a salt chemical that makes you addicted to your fucking salt palate, your, your tongue, sugar, right? And sugar, sugar is addictive, it's an extract. Fuck. And when you're talking about everything that they give us, right, it's all a deviation of us like being addicted to something based off an emotional aspect of us needing something outside of ourselves to fulfill the void inside. Right. So it's like if my mama wasn't aware of that, cause even for me, like when you was talking about that religious aspect, like my mama transitioned in 2004, right? And I read the Bible three fucking times when she died. I was looking for some shit. <laughs> like try looking for some answers. I'm like, God going to tell me what the fuck, <laughs> how the, why the fuck I miss my mama so, so much. much. Why? Because we don't understand that. We don't understand that that is a natural and I try not to be so disingenuous because I just had an uncle pass away. Yeah. Right? And it wasn't something that I blasted and told everybody. Yeah, I did the whole, you know, social media thing, you know, rest in peace to my uncle, you know what I'm saying? Because that, that was my dude, you know? Mm. But for me, it was like, people were like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, for what? Like, what do you, I don't know what to say because now I'm conscious of death. That's and knowing that it's a cycle, so like, don't be sorry. I'm celebrating it. He was a good man. This was his. This was his time. This is the cipher. This is what happened. See, we go back into the programming again. It's why they had Jesus hanging on the cross to scare us. And it's like, death. if God was willing to sacrifice His only Son, what, what aren't you willing to sacrifice? You get what I'm saying? And now it's about mourning. Even the words mourning. And see, that's why people high side talk about great rising. Why y'all say great rising all the time? It's a play on words. Right. When you understand the power of words, and we talked about the body being 72% water, right? right? And mercury dealing with your thoughts, right? right? Now how you think can become how you feel and how you feel can become how you think. Right. Now people are, are fucking dealing with mental illness every fucking day. Right. And people deal with this and not even equate it to mental illness. Because I tell people, if your body start doing some shit you don't want it to do, like if right now your stomach just started, you can be like, sensei, I can't keep going. My stomach is <laughs> doing some more shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, it is not I got to cure that. Right. Now, we were sitting in here and your mind just started doing all kind of other shit and started saying thoughts or thinking thoughts and you start acting on them. We'll say you mentally ill. Right. Right. Because you're acting the thoughts, thoughts. out. Right. So we don't equate mental illness to how many thoughts you have in your fucking mind that you don't want to think. I do. How many thoughts you have in your mind that you run from? Yeah. How many thoughts in your mind that I have your ass stuck somewhere and stuck in a coping. memory? That's coping. Now, Lack of coping on those thoughts that we do have because they're going to come regardless. They got to express themselves. Whether you, That's where the shadow work comes into play. Okay. And that's going on with that. See, see going on with that. See, <laughs> see we going into something else because everybody be like, oh, that shadow work. Everybody want to be shadow with the shadow work. But that shadow work, that was the first time I did shadow work was three years ago. Mm-hmm. That was the most. I don't care how many times in Christianity I fasted. I did a Daniel fast. I did the fast for the new year. I hallelujah <laughs> and trumped the You did all the perform, all the rituals and shit. <laughs> I, did, I did all of that. But when I did the shadow work, though, mm -hmm. it was like, whoa. Like, it was like, the like my life force was kind of like... Put all was, the books and shit down. Yeah, it was like an out-of-body experience, and it was like, it was happening. Like, the like when I was doing the shadow work, it happened every day, continuously. I had to think and intentionally dissect my life. Emotional intelligence. And now, I'm, I still do shadow work. I do, I do, I, I think I kind of do shadow work unintentionally. Nah, because what happens, you start to dwell in the shadows. See, this is when you start to illuminate your darkness. 
Because I tell people it can't be no light without the darkness, the darkness, right? So you can't ever run from the shadows. We all have some, can have some fucked up thoughts. We try to hide it, though. We try to hide it. But when you are authentic with it, right, what happens is your mind automatically illuminates that shit, and you don't act on those thoughts. And then before you know it, you don't even have them anymore because you're slowly learning to take control of your mind, and then your emotions start to settle down naturally. And then before you know it, you got to learn about how to take control of your life force energies. Breathing right, right? And you get into the breathing techniques and making sure you're breathing out your nose and all that good shit. Now you're regulating yourself. This is self-management. A lot of people don't know how to manage their motherfucking self. And it's not even about management, about the bag. No, nah, hell no. Nah. People get the bag and think that's management. Man, you can go get a bag. You can go buy sage. You can go get crystals. <laughs> you can go get a nigga. You can go get a girl. You can go get a car. You can go get a house. You can go get all that shit. But if you ain't fixed that shit in now. Ain't none of that shit gonna fulfill you. Nothing on the outside is gonna be fulfilled if the inside ain't where it needs to be. If you're not doing that work with yourself, it's nothing that's gonna please you and nothing that's gonna make you happy and nothing that's gonna fulfill you. And so once I started to do the shadow work and I started to overstand what all these different cycles were and then I went to your, your, uh, your retreat yeah, that yeah. you had that here. Yeah, was last year. Yes, I went to that. Y'all, let me tell y'all something about that. Let me tell you something about this man right here and his, and his goddess right here. I went to this and I, I had so much resistance. And it was things that I needed to learn about me and the tools that you gave me. To this day, I'm still trying to figure out my name You're still on it. I'm still figuring it out yeah. a year later, but I'm okay with it. Yeah, because you're learning about you through the chart as you go. Because I got to sit back and because that's part of my shadow work. That's real life Every application. Every time I go and go back to that natal chart, right, mm -hmm. and I go read, and then I go back and figure it out, I come back and I'm like, oh, Lord. Let me go. Oh, I can't believe this. If I would have known this, I wouldn't have never did that. Like, why did I choose that nigga? I wasn't ready for that. He God took me too it. fast. God damn it. Because yeah. I'm going to tell you, that's beautiful. Because that's why I love, that's why I say this ain't what I do. This is who I am, as you know, right? Mm -hmm. This shit changed my life. I'm reading the Bible, all this shit, right? And I'm looking for something. I'm looking for this connection with my mama. And I didn't know what the fuck was going on in my life. I don't. People think I went crazy. Motherfuckers still think I don't went crazy. You hear? So goddamn me, I'm like, I, I, I shit. I lost my mind and found my heart though. Right. Right. I really lost my fucking mind. I let go of trying to think about every goddamn thing. Okay. So how easy? Because that's hard. From that's that's where I'm at. It's acceptance. I'm gonna tell you what it is. I was suffering so much internally. And it felt like I had them been through so much to the point that where I started displaying that shit in my life. As above, so below, as within, so without. My whole life became chaotic because I was chaotic internally. That's crazy. I'm talking about I'm fucked up. I'm talking about I'm going through shit with relationship with my children. You know what I'm saying? I'm a 13 year relationship. Because I wasn't happy. And when I started realizing I wasn't happy, it was like. you was looking for happiness and you wasn't finding happiness inside yourself. And see, that's where the self-sabotaging come into play. Because I'm not aware that it's me. I'm blaming every goddamn body. That right. victim shit. And I'm just, I'm, and then the way this reality works, it'll justify that shit for you. For real. People start doing fucked up shit. to be like, I knew you. I knew you didn't fuck. I knew you, you weren't right. I knew you, you didn't fuck with me. I, I knew you didn't love me. I knew, you know what I'm but saying? But you didn't know that you attracted that. Man, not only did you attract it, you added to it. You created it. What the <laughs> fuck? 
shit not on, and you stayed present for it too. And you waited for the shit to blow up. Right, and you sat there, and you still there blaming. And matter of fact, now you sitting there in victim mode and you don't know how to get out of it. And, and then, then, then we go to being survivors, and I think that's a, a detrimental place. Because guess what? You can stay stuck in that cycle. Because yeah. now we're getting into a cycle or motion and how you can keep attracting the same goddamn energy and different people over and over again. Because when you're not aware, when you don't know better, you can't do better. Right. That's why when you know better, you got to do better. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why I always say the woman, right? Because it took for a woman to goddamn me tell me, the white you don't love yourself. You get what I'm saying? And it took a man to tell me that I didn't love a man. Yeah. Because I am the divine woman, the mm -hmm. divine feminine. And it took my present fiance to tell me, hey, Simone, you uh got a kind of disdain for men. You need to kind of fix that because you taking it out on your son. That hit me. It was like, boom, boom. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> like, nigga, what? <laughs> yeah. I wanted, I wanted to jump on the, don't tell me nigga. about <laughs> my don't tell me about my son. Yeah. So, but then he was like, and you take it out on me, but it's subtle. Mm. And it's not as rough as it, as it is with him. So I was like, whoa. That to me was like an eye opener. Yeah. Like that was like my trauma. Mm -hmm. Then I had to go back and do some most fucking shadow work. Damn. And in the shadow, when you're doing the work, it's heavy. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's not easy. Because... When you bring that awareness to somebody that they may actually be in a place in their life to where they're not happy, or when you bring that awareness to somebody to where they're in a place to where they have to look at people around them and start to hold themselves accountable, that ain't no easy shit to do. And that's why people, I, I don't implore people to drop all the crutches and run. Right. That's why it's a process, right? But it's also a will. You gotta be willing to take this journey though. And that's something I had to learn from my motherfucking self because after reading the Bible and all of those shit, and I'm missing my mom, I got 320 pounds. I done, you were 320 pounds? I was 320 pounds, man. I was drinking syrup. I'm talking about I was gone. Like, and that's where I'm at. Like, I'm now, it's like, okay, so I'm like, okay, this is happy weight. But then it's like, okay, your thyroid, girl. Yeah, it's emotional weight. It really is. Because it's like, I found myself doing shit, you know, popping pills. I was doing all kind of shit. You know what I'm Just saying? Just a cope. Just because that depression... Because we're talking about the emotions. So the depression, it means something is in deep rest. So we don't feel alive, right? Depression. Deep rest, rest right? God because you're trying to rise. That's why it's so hard because that's why you said it feels heavy. Because your emotions are so overwhelming. Your thoughts of everything is heavy on you. Right. And that's why the, the suffering is internal. Mm -hmm. Once I realized I was making myself suffer, mm -hmm. I made it my motherfucking business not to do that shit no more. Cause I was tired of it. And so when I came out of that shit, right, it was right in 2007, 2008 or so. And I went right back to hustling and doing the same shit I was doing before. And it was cool, you know what I'm saying? But I still wasn't happy though. Wasn't and I was still just like, I was falling into this trend of some hood shit, being a hood nigga, all this old shit. That shit wasn't fulfilling for me. And I'm watching all my partners, all kin folks, niggas getting killed. I'm tired of this shit, it's a cycle. I don't want to get caught up in the cycle, no matter how much. And it's like a, you in a rat race. Yeah. Like you trying to catch something. And then I realized as a man, I'm only doing this for everybody else. You then ain't I even sold, happy. I ain't even happy. <laughs> I'm just trying to make sure the kids keep new Jordans, and you know what I'm saying, the bills stay paid, and all this old shit. I keep my image up, you know what I'm saying. I keep scoring weed, and all this old man. This shit ain't making me happy, man. Right. This shit is only to keep an image going. 
Right. And it's, it's not fulfilling. It wasn't fulfilling. And I still was missing my motherfucking mama. Right. You get what I'm saying? So when I came into that aspect of uh, what we call spirituality, I was going through some heavy unplugging. So that's when I was by myself a lot. I embraced isolation. You know, I was going through a lot of turmoil at the house. I went through evictions and shit. Got put out, lost my house, all kind of shit. Had to move with people, all kind but of shit. But that's a cipher. That's a cycle that you have to go through to heal, though. Yeah, and th that's why I healed in public, so people wouldn't have to do it in private, see? And that's what this, and this, listen, let me tell you something, Sensei. Because let me tell you something how divine you are. I didn't <laughs> even tell you what the podcast means for me. Mm -hmm. The podcast is called The, the Divine Melanation. And the divine melanation in its feminine form is sisterhood. So when I hear you speak about the woman, and I hear you talk about femininity, and just knowing yourself, and going through those cycles and those ciphers and knowing yourself, for me, having this conversation with you, this is all healing. And I decided to do the podcast because I wanted people to see me heal. Because I am, I'm not the same person I was a year ago. I haven't seen you in a year. Is nah, this the same energy? No, nah, not at all. It's you, you are more self-aware. This is what self-awareness would do. You know what I'm I saying? I still got a lot of work to do, but I, I mean, know hey, I ain't different. I know I'm different. That's the most powerful thing that you can embrace about being self-aware. They're saying, I ain't arrived nowhere yet. Because mm -hmm. even no matter what I know, right, I know I don't know shit. Like, I don't know nothing. A wise man knows he knows nothing. <laughs> I ain't got everything figured out. I just got me. I just got sensei. I just got Dwight Anthony John to figure the fuck out. Right. I ain't got time to figure out everything else. I'm not trying to figure life out no more. I'm too busy experiencing it. I'm too busy being Be Being. See, I am life. Thriving. See, and that's the shit. That's what awakened within me. You get what I'm saying? Religion didn't do that for me. Yeah. Jesus didn't do that for me. That's what I <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so when I came into this spirituality thing, Knowledge of the stars, knowledge of myself. When I start to see, like, I'm a life path 11, and, you know, my birthday is June 6th, and then it's going to be on, like, 666 once again. Like, all these different things, like, and making me self-aware of these traits that I got to play out. This shit happening in my life anyway. And then right. when you're talking about death, because um, this, this transition that we're in right now, because not only do you, we got Pluto just came in, like, direct, or basically, Pluto is direct with, with Saturn. All right, so that's basically, we got an ushering in um, of something that can help us out with our shadow work. So it's something that can help you go through a rebirth. Pluto deals with death and rebirth, right? So Pluto coming in, it actually came out of Scorpio, and this was, uh, now when my father transitioned last year, he was an Aries, right? Mm -hmm. Now this is one of the most challenging times in my life. Like, because I had to go in my spiritual bag, like what you said about death, right? Because right? now what I know about death, I done done exorcisms, I done done all kind of shit, home cleansings, I do all kind of shit dealing with death now, right? Mm -hmm. So with the knowledge that I have about death now, it is a liberation. Now that's why they got us wearing black at funerals and all this kind of shit. This is another one of their rituals, right? Now this is another reason why they have our ancestors in a box six feet deep, right? Because you're dealing with the law of squares. You're dealing with six, right? Now this is why you can go to a graveyard and still feel the energy or either your essence of your ancestor might be still around, but they're not in their body though. Yeah. Because they're still lingering around because they're looking for their vessel. This goes back to why our ancestors and comedic knowledge, why they still pulling up tombs today with mummies in them, because they left their bodies here for an energetic signature on this plane of existence. Your body holds memory. Right. It holds more memory than your mind ever could. Right. And that's why the comedic tradition was all about embalming. 
You deal with the energy of Sigmund, that's Scorpio, right? So when we you just mummifying. the mummifying, right? And that's why whenever you see anything committed, acknowledge you see a saw mummified, or you see the mummies, or you see them wrapped up and they crossed up, Same and they things. like they showing the hidden aspects of the soul, right. the part of you that doesn't identify with nothing physical. It's showing the hidden aspects of the being, right? That's what it shows. So it shows the nine dimensions. It shows all the different aspects of it. Like you got 11 organs or 11 um, systems and doctrine systems type shit. Right. That deals with the 11 portals with 11 dimensions type shit. All these different things about us can be accessed through consciousness, right? Right. So it's like when I gain this type of awareness, religion don't tell you that kind of shit. Now I'm able to go back and decode the Bible. I can tell you what these scriptures mean. I can tell you what Moses is talking about, an awakening of a consciousness or a renewal of the waters. Right. That's why Moses came in and split the Red Sea. It deals with your spine, right? Because when you're talking about splitting the Red Sea, your blood is the Red Sea, right? And everything has to go up your sacrum bone. That deals with the sacral chakra. And that's why Moses had to go to the burning bush. The burning bush represents the energy of Scorpio because it represents your sexual energies and it represents your spleen, right? So it's like all this shit talks about the body. It's talking about you. So if 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 you know, the beautiful part, if my mama didn't transition, see this is what happened. I had an experience with my mama too, and she came to me, and this is like when me and Shayla had met, you know. And she really? yeah, she told me a lot of shit. Like it was, I had a whole channeling with my mama. Like it was a trip. Do you how? Okay, so how do you get your channel? I get my channeling through dreams. They my shit. My dreams are like visions now, but I'm I'm a medium. I'm right. a psychic medium. I just had a Reiki session today, and a girl's grandfather came into the Reiki session to the point where I seen him, felt him, um, described something that he had, that she had in her home of his. I described it, and it tripped her the fuck out. And I even said, since y'all used to ride or do something, she was like, he used to take me to school every day, taught me how to drive. And so, you know, it's like, I do Akashic record readings and all kind of shit. Right. Like, there's a lot of things that's just, now that awareness is just dirt. You know what I mean? So. Through me losing or my mother transitioning, that silver cord, like the aspect of that feminine wisdom, that's why I'm so big on the feminine energy. Because I know how it was manipulated from religion, and I know how it was manipulated not only from religion, from astrology too. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like, they don't even want you. If, that's why when you came to our class, our retreat, and you look at your moon sign, we were talking about the relationship with your mother. And everybody who's on this life, you got anybody. If you, you had you said the it, first day you said you was like, how's your relationship with your mother? I said, eh. Yeah, and you were like, we, uh, were like uh, 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 we got into it today. We not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> we going to crawl through this. But that's the power that they've done because when you remove the feminine principle, when you talk about Eve being evil and all this old kind of shit, right? People ask, and people say God created man first, right? As if man was one thing. Now, God created man and woman. That's why they both was in the motherfucking garden, right? Yeah. Now, when you're talking about the woman being dealing with the serpent, this is all dealing with wisdom. That's right. dealing with the caduceus, like I was talking about a while ago. When she got the wisdom from the serpent, right, right to Hootie, <laughs> serpent, right. the staff, right? right. If you look at that staff, the, me the, the caduceus, if yeah. you look at that staff, there's two serpents going up. Yeah, it's like this. They're going like this. And one got his tongue out and one don't. That's symbolism. One speaks and one listens. He who speaks and he who listens. That's duality. Yes, that's the that's your duality. That's your polarization because you got to yes. have both. Yes. Now you're dealing with a kundalini rising and all this kind of shit too. Because if you're able to weigh this information out properly, 
and you don't get locked into going into one construct or the other, a natural aspect of intelligence rises. You naturally just know some shit. You ever think about how you just know some shit and then yeah. you come to your mind, kick in and be like, you don't know what you're talking about. I started to not do that no more. Yeah, because the mind will say, go research it, go read it, go do this, go do that. That's mental, that's intellect, that ain't intelligence. Because all your mind has in it is everything that you ever seen, heard, smelled, touched. It's all based off five senses. Right. Everything you've ever experienced is locked in your mind. It's been recording that shit. But do we have more senses than five? You got, it ain't that you have more senses than five. Those five senses can't be transcended. Okay. When you separate from those five senses, they heighten. Okay. All right? They open up dimensions and portals to unseen realms. So it's just like somebody who goes blind, right? And they can't see. But they hear. They hear every got vibrations, taps, all that shit. You get what I'm saying? Uh, somebody so, that can't hear. And they, they see, see good in the motherfucker. They, they see energy. And they, 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 they can read your world. lips from a mile away, goddamn me. I'm the mother You know, I mean, it's just trying to be funny. That's how they do nah, it, though. That's what that is. Because like, even when you're dealing with the sacred tones of, like, creation, mm -hmm. right? When you're dealing with a mute person or a deaf person, it's still three sounds that they can make. If you don't have a tongue, if you can't speak, if you can't do none of that shit, three it's three tones that every being can make. Ah, uh, oh, mmm. Yeah. Ah, uh, oh, mm. And that's the meditation, that's the chanting. Ah, uh, oh, mm. Or it can go om, om. I listen to the om chant. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's sacred tonality. Because now you're dealing with words and vibrations again. And that's how the English language got us locked because the English language is the spell. Right. It is the spell. It's full of spells. That's why the word you religion to bind and all this old shit. You got to right? be careful. That's why I said when, when I introduced you, I said your words mm -hmm. hold weight because you're intentional with everything that you say, how you say it, and what you intend to what it means, what you, how you want it to land. And that's what's special about you for me, is because you just don't be talking. No, and I, and I, pre, I appreciate that, because I, I did a lot of practice on that. I ain't gonna bullshit you. Because <laughs> when I speak, it ain't from a place of emotion or it ain't from a place of thought. That's why it flows, right? Because when I speak, I'm not coddling. I'm not concerned about how somebody takes my words. I'm speaking from a place of love. I'm speaking from an internal knowing. Now that's some shit that I had to learn to be, right? So it even it's yeah. even days to where I can count my words, right? Yeah. I can literally be aware of how many words that I spoke. It's even if I bring awareness to it, I can even from this point on, I can tell you how many words I speak from now to the end of the session. You know what I mean? And you can go back and count them. And you'll be like, that nigga was on so point. <laughs> but it's like, that's the mind because once you free, because basically what we deal with is people suffer from their thoughts and their emotions or their memory and their imagination. Mm -hmm. So what the memory does is every time you want to, the genius, because you're dealing with the five senses again, right? So we're dealing with our nature again, because right. you're dealing with the intellect versus your nature, intellect versus intuition, masculine versus feminine. We can break this down to man and man, man and woman, male and female, all right? right. Men are all about doing shit. We're like, this nigga ain't thinking about nothing. He just doing something. Nigga just doing, doing shit, shit, right? Just in the way. You know what I'm saying? Shit. The one be like, you know, if I tell the one, I get a story where if you was to go outside, right, you tell this man, he said, I'm finna go out here and build a goddamn new shed, baby. You know what I'm saying? You nigga go out there and go to building shit and, you know, he go to be like, well, baby, 
That, that board crooked. That nigga gonna take another board and just nail it yeah, up there. He ain't gonna break, break the shit, shit down, down and, and do it all over. over. He ain't gonna do that. He just gonna, he just he gonna, gonna build he on top build, of what's there. He, he gonna throw, he gonna build, throw some stuff you up feel there. Me? So the woman gonna be like, just knock all the shit down. Or she gonna be like, you know what? Fuck, it look good, baby. It look good. Don't even, it don't worry about it, baby. It look good. The windows, it ain't crooked, baby. It ain't crooked no more. You fix the frame, baby. He fixed the frame. It look good. It look good. Yeah, it look good. So it's like, now just don't go over there, y'all. It look good. Yeah, don't, don't. I ain't going in there, though. The one be like, I ain't going in there, motherfucker. It look good. It look good, though, but I ain't going in there. She, you know what I'm saying? Because the woman know. She, she know. And this nigga like, shit, if it turn down, I don't give a damn. I'm being here with it. You know, that's masculine energy. Now we got women who live in that too. Yeah. So now think about it. I'm going to take you a little bit deeper. When you're thinking about the feminine energy, right? How a woman would say, let's just say a man say, uh, we done, we done move, right? You and your hood, you and your fiance, y'all done move, y'all got together, y'all done got married, got a house and shit, and this nigga look around and say, baby, I don't like this shit, I'm ready to move. You like, well, damn, baby, we just got it. I just got the room done, I just painted this nigga, you want to move? We good where we at? You know what I'm saying? And like, well, damn, okay, all right, well, fuck it. You know, we're just gonna move anyway, right? So now y'all up and move and all kind of shit happened. And you like, mm-mm-mm. I knew it, nigga, we should've stayed where we was at. That masculine principle makes us just wanna do, do, do. Okay. Nothing is ever good enough. That's why a man can be at home with a woman, have the best thing he got laying next to him. Man, ain't never had no motherfucking like it and would tell it and still go fuck with another motherfucking woman. And That's a woman crazy. will be like, why is this nigga doing this? Because, and we'll look at ourselves. And now the woman, because now you're dealing with another blame game and how the woman deals with her own insecurities and you're not acknowledging that this nigga don't know and love itself. And because you are not self-aware, you think that it's you. Right. And it's you not. think that you the problem. You start looking at what you're not doing versus what this nigga chose to do with his time and with his energy. Don't speak. Listen. Hold up, sensation. We only got a little bit of time. You gonna come back? Yes, I will. Because we got to come back because that shit, oh my God. Listen, because the people, they know the my last relationship, he was a cold, stone-ass cheater. And that is the reason why I'm here. Mm. It's because I had to lead to save myself. Yeah, you had to honor yourself, finally. And now that I'm doing that, I'm opening up this box of like endless, knowledge and and and, and peace mm -hmm. with myself and i love it and i i want you to come back yeah it's a, it's a must i will do it for sure like i want you to come back because i we need this type of conversation we need to have it more often mm -hmm. with a masculine a feminine just having those conversations where we not losing our mind like because sometimes we it's so many people indoctrinated it's far fewer and in between you can find people that you can resonate and have this conversation and flow with it. Mm -hmm. Because people think that, especially when you have it with me and their ego is in a way. And so they think that they're supposed to lead. I had a conversation with somebody yesterday and it was like, oh, well, do your man lead? He don't lead shit. Look, he the head, you the neck chick. Yeah. That, that religious We shit. work together. Motherfucker, we side by side. Yeah. He that's, don't lead nothing. That's he, what they remove. He provides and he, he protects. All that other shit I do, whatever it is that I give to him. And if he gone, I can provide and protect. protect. What the fuck? But we doing it together because if he was to lose his job or he would get handicapped, I, I'm cool. still there because That's we commitment. are connected. That's commitment. 
And people don't understand. They think it has to be a badge or a position or a place or a lead or a follow or a submit. And that's not what it is because those things you have to do within first. Got to. Because you can't do that with nobody else if you can't do it with you. So I want you to man. Thank you for coming, man. We y'all. Mm-hmm. This man here is everything, y'all. This sensei is everything for me, y'all. I don't give a damn. This is my <laughs> this my this is my sensei. You better go. <laughs> you better goddamn know. I want to th- tell the people what you got coming up, what you got going, how they can find you, the resources and tools that you can get that you're giving. Let them know how to find you, all your social media platforms, all the things you got coming up. Let us know what what Sensei Nine got going on. Man, I got some. Uh, I got the book coming out. Um, I also have a men's Zoom um, twelve week program coming up. All right, um, that men's twelve week program. We're going to be learning about astrology, numerology. We're going to learn about knowledge of self. So if anybody interested in that, hit me up. I'm doing some pre registration on that. Um, also, catch me on Clubhouse. I'm on Clubhouse a lot. Um, if you go to my page, you'll see my 10K card. You'll see hey, we got my... the 10K. Yeah, Yo, man. that's the sponsor. Yeah, man. Sean 10K. Mr. Yeah. 10K card. Shout out to 10K is. card, man. Shout out to Sean, man. Cool dude, man, for real. Um, so, and also, uh, I mean, of course, Instagram, posting. They got me shadow banned on down to every pro- uh, platform. I just literally got off of my shadow ban on Facebook today. <laughs> like literally today. No bullshit today. They watching. Right? They, they, watch they on my ass, y'all. So if you do follow me. Do you have me, a link for your 10K card? Yeah, I do have a link for my what 10K it? card. It's the white jolly. Now it's sensei9.com. So S-E-N-S-A-Y-9.com. Yep. And that way y'all can find Sensei. Your um your email is on there. All that phone number, everything. I mean, and I any type of events you got going on? Yeah, well, we have uh we got a mental wellness awareness uh retreat coming up again in June, um uh, for Shayla's birthday, June twenty sixth. All right, so it's gonna <laughs> be on that weekend. All right, so we're gonna be doing like a little summit. We'll be having, of course, like little seminars throughout the day. Of course, we're gonna be giving our tools. Um, of course, the readings that I have, astrology, numerology. Um, any like shit, consultations, dealing with children, star seeds. I mean, whatever it is, herbs. Also, the herbal consultations. Um, if you're dealing with any type of detoxes or you want to yeah. do something with the body, hit me up. Um, and thank you, appreciate you, beloved. Gratitude. Man, for you, we are. We finna. This is something that I want us to do. I want it to be something that's regular that we regularly have and happen. This is black. It's a black-owned studio. We got black-owned videographers. We trying to make, I'm, I want this to be an imprint that we can use us. Mm-hmm. We can use us. And guess what? I, I had a, I messaged Greg Cardone yesterday. <laughs> and I'm going to just leave it right there. <laughs> I told him he was a light path 11 like me. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I'm going to just leave that right there. I Did he message you back? Yeah, he messaged me back. Yeah, he messaged me back. Now that was the whole room that we was in, that whole thing. So you already know how that goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. You, you, you had to. I had to. St- I caught him saying some stuff, and I was like, "Ain't nothing like straightening." Yeah, yeah, I had to straighten some shit out a little bit. Ain't nothing straightening know. like straightening. Yeah, you know, white boy cool though. He, he cool. Yeah, he cool. He just don't know. Now, yeah, you know how we invite white boys to the barbecue and shit. You know what I'm saying? And they, they get, get too comfortable. Yeah, like, they, hold on, hey, hold on, hold on, wait, hold on. Some nigga shit. You might. 
Go drink your beer in the back or something. And come back. Yeah, because we'll catch you after we get done. You understand With me? this right here. But you ain't that cool, bro. Yeah. I don't care what, how much money you got. Yeah, nah, your money ain't buying you the ghetto pass like that. Yeah. Not yeah. that far. Good, because he's going to use the word. <laughs> no, you can't use that, brother. And he was saying that Rick Ross had uh, told him that he's black and he appreciate him. But Rick, who made Rick Ross the, uh, say all the beginning, all the nigga shit? Yeah. You talking about the nigga who they call the CEO, uh, who was, so yeah, that's a whole nother story, but. But yeah. see, you tapped in, you tapped into the culture. Yeah, I had to. Cause my whole thing now, I'm gonna tell you my next thing is, I'm bringing spirituality to the streets, <laughs> all right? I'm bringing spirituality to the, to the streets. Ain't nothing wrong with it. All right, and goddamn me, uh, bringing, turning like matter into spirit. So I'm like putting this whole thing out there. I want to influence the influencers. That's what's up. I appreciate that. I appreciate you for coming, man. I really thank you for having me. I appreciate me. you, man. Like, I really do. Um, I love you. I like you, man. Thank you. Thank love you for you coming. We're going to do this again. You better goddamn know Y'all, thank you for sliding into the DM. I appreciate y'all. Y'all did. Look, I don't got an affirmation for y'all this week, okay? Since they, I've been waiting for this all week to give y'all. So, listen, take an affirmation from what this man said. As above, so below. Figure that out. And I'm going to say this. <laughs> Stop saying yes with your lips and no, no with your heart. That's what it is. That's the affirmation. Dad, go say it one more time so they can. Stop saying yes with your lips and no with your heart. Yeah. Honor you. Honor your individuality. Walk in it. Own it. You are it. Now I'm going to stay beautiful souls. I like you. I love y'all. I like you. Peace. Thank y'all for joining us.